In this episode of Five Questions Over Coffee, podcast host Stuart Webb sits down with seasoned entrepreneur and author Edmund Bradford for an insightful conversation. Edmund shares his expertise as the founder and managing director of Market2Win, a company that develops sales, marketing, and sustainability games for universities and corporations. He also discusses the challenges of competition in both academia and the corporate world, as well as the importance of strategic planning and change management in driving success. The episode also touches on the upcoming Sustainability World Cup, a competition focused on sustainability strategies, offering a unique opportunity for participants to practice and learn from real-world scenarios. Listen in as Edmund Bradford provides valuable insights and recommendations for anyone looking to navigate the complexities of business and leadership. Welcome back to It's Not Rocket Science, Five Questions Over Coffee, which is what I have in front of me here. I hope my Edmund has got something similar. It's Edmund, well done. Uh, I'm delighted today to be joined by Edmund Bradford. Edmund is uh, a hugely experienced uh, founder, owner, and managing director of Market to Win, uh, which produces sales and marketing and sustainability games for university business schools and corporations. That is going to be a fascinating conversation. Um, not only that, he's the author of Marketing Navigation, How to Keep Your Marketing Plan on Course to Implementation Success, which I think is going to be brilliant. Uh, I'll put links to that in the show notes. He's a guest speaker at many universities, uh, teaching associate at Warwick University, great university in England and a judge at the International Business Awards. And I know he's going to make mention of some other judging and things that he's going to be doing. So, Edmund, welcome to It's Not Rocket Science, five questions over coffee. Thank you, sir. It's a pleasure to be here with you. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Um, Edmund, do you want to just start off by trying to describe, you know, who it is that you're trying to reach with with not only the stuff you do at Market to Win, but also all of the the, the, the university and and business school stuff that you that you help students with. Yeah, sure. And it's uh, I'll, I'll try and keep it quick because it's not an easy uh, question to answer. Actually, as you tell from the introduction, but I think we have two we have two broad uh, kind of ideal clients, if you like. So uh, one is on the uh, uh, academic side, the education side. So those are those business schools that, that you mentioned at the, at the start. Uh, university business schools, wherever they are around the world. So our, our games are online, so they don't have to be, you know, a brilliant business school like Warwick. Um, they could be anywhere in the world, and our, our clients are, are all over the place. Uh, I'm doing a, a Middle East chat uh, after we after we finish here. So yeah, university business schools, one type of client, and then on the corporate side, yeah, I think sort of you know the the, the big corporations are also a really good good client for us. Uh, Airbus uh, is one of our clients as well. Uh, so that type of big, you know, complicated international organization is also a great, a great client for us to, to work with. And, and, and the work you do with these uh, um, challenges, these, uh, these, these cups, 
they're 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 ways of of helping people as well, aren't they? They're things that you you bring to 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 really sort of help challenge people to think more about what they're trying to do. Yeah, I think um, the, the sort of the challenges that they have. I think I think that it's interesting because the the, the challenges are very similar. Whether you're a business school or a big corporation, you're both competing in a very um, intense uh, marketplace. Um, business schools, even in the UK, business schools have lots of competition, uh, especially at sort of master's level, especially MBA level. Uh, it, it goes right down to, to under, undergraduate level as well, uh, often competing on a, on a global stage. Uh, and the same, of course, with, with big corporations. We know, we know they, they live in highly competitive and, and fast-changing markets. So the, the kind of challenge they both share, in a way, is, is you know, how to get control of that and how to develop a kind of proactive strategy to, to get through all that. Uh, so um, and, and my, my work, if you like, whether it's um, uh, you know, doing the game stuff or, or just standing up there and, and doing a bit of training, it's often around helping them to get a, a a growth strategy together that will help them either do it now if it's a corporation or help them do it in the future uh, if they're if they're a student at the at the university. Brilliant. So finding and, a way through that, yeah, yeah. And so, so what is it that, that others are doing, which which you know you find these approaches, particularly with think, with things like market to win. I'll just put your website on the uh, on the screen for people to see which is which is going across market to win.com well what is it that you're finding that others are doing where, where market to win uh does differently what 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 is it they've tried other people have tried before which, which you're trying to sort of help them to get through yeah i think uh, i mean it's a, very, it's a very good question the i mean the market even my market you know if, if i'm talking about developing you know strategies it's a very crowded market you know you've got the big consultancies in there as well as you know individuals um, and actually, I mean, I, I started Market to Win um, 18 years ago because um, one of my big corporate clients at the time, we were doing some some strategy work with them, uh, and we were doing the usual stuff of of coming in there, running a two day workshop with lots of you know lots of engineers and and, and other functions in the room. Uh, we'd produce uh, in this case a marketing plan on a flip chart. You know, and then we'd walk off and I know damn well that they're not going to look at it for another 12 months <laughs> until we have the next workshop. <laughs> so I was, and I was thinking this, you know, this isn't right. And we actually went into a, a, a two day session with that with that client where they actually it wasn't my session. It was another session run by another company. Uh, and they were teaching the engineers uh, how to understand profit. And what really made a difference was the fact they had a game, a little, a little very simple table game. That was used to help them learn profit and it was really transformative the whole experience was transformative and so i thought about that in a sort of 18 years ago that, that what we need what i needed to do if i was going to help you know my clients understand you know the importance of of getting a, a business strategy particularly a, an external market strategy right uh, is that uh, we needed to experience it a bit and so we, we developed a game um back 18 years ago uh and we, we started to to, to, to play with that and and now the idea that's obviously evolved over over many many years and so now the idea is is that we have teams of people playing this online game against each other in a sort of a, a fictionalized world ba always based on a real industry but we've kind of gamed it uh, and they, they learn you know all the issues that you have to deal with as a you know as a chief marketing officer or as a ceo in in developing a successful the competitive strategy so i think you know and i think in a nutshell you know what what do we do that others don't it's the, it's the game and it, and it gives them the the, the skill 
not just the knowledge from reading books or attending lectures or going to training, but because we're practicing it, it gives yeah, us of, of actually applying some of those, those really good ideas. Yeah. Uh, deliberate or, practice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's all in little cycles, you know, it's not, it's not, let's, let's read a book for three months and then execute for three months. It's about, let's do that, you know, over, you know, ideally you know, it could be a two day workshop uh, or it could be if it's a university running it over, over, you know, several weeks uh, during a, during a semester. So yeah, that, that, you know, learn it, practice it, learn it, practice it continuously over different decision rounds. Hopefully at the end of it, uh, everybody comes out with a bit more, a uh, bit more, um, you know, a better competence in the area and, and um, you know, uh, with a bit of um, uh, enjoyment of the actual process as well. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree with you. I think the, the, the act of practice, deliberate practice, I mean, it's, it's a huge element of, of learning, isn't it? Uh, too many people learn by doing. Uh, and we don't give them enough opportunity to learn in a safe way, in a safe an environment where failure is actually part of the learning process. I mean, I, I often say to people I work with, clients of mine, you know, babies don't learn to walk by standing there and going, right, now I need to start running. They fall on their bottoms several times. And as you get up from that, you think, well, that's not the way to do it. Uh, you know, the great quote of Edison, you know, on one of his experiments, it's failed when you know, he started scribbling notes. Uh, his assistant said to him, well, why are you talking about that? It was a failure. He said, yes, but if I want to do that again, I now know how to do it. And that's <laughs> a great example yeah, yeah. of sort of learning by doing something and, and not necessarily getting it right, but saying, well, now I know what not to do or I know what to do different next time. Learning by doing is a huge way of doing yeah, it. Yeah, and I, I totally agree, Stuart, and, and, and I, I sometimes learn. You know, even in my own experience, uh, when, from looking at others, you learn more from failures than you do from yeah, successes. And, and I know I know the world is full of you know examples of successful companies. You know, Apple is 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 always mentioned, you know, in marketing courses. But but I find the, the companies that have failed, you know, the Carillions of this world, you know, the the, the companies that have sort of gone from success to failure very quickly. I find that very fascinating. And how did that how did that happen? And what went wrong? And we can we can learn more from that, uh, like a post mortem. There's a, there's a great article in the Harvard Business Review about doing a, a post mortem. On a, on a project and we learn more from that post-mortem than we do on actually just just you know exploring successful companies because often you know a company like apple it's got the budget <laughs> it's got the experience it's got the skills already there that we don't have so maybe we can learn learn from looking at looking at failures yeah i i, I love your, your i love your, your your idea of the the post-mortem i often i often think that we don't spend nearly enough time looking at those post-mortems and learning from them do we? too too many times people find that sort of you know it's do the post-mortem stick it on a shelf in a report never look at it again in the same way they don't look at their strategy ever again it's a document yeah. written you know, I, I like sometimes sort of encouraging people to do the what i call the pre-mortem Yes. which is you know, think about what could possibly go wrong yes. right yes. now let's avoid doing that you know yes. let's, let's yes, do the post-mortem up front this has all gone horribly yes. wrong right now let's find a way of not doing any of that yes that's right and i think that was it that was the, the 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 point behind the article i mentioned i think Stuart, as well and i think it that was... i think they looked at i think they looked at nasa and what went it wrong did. with the with the challenger uh, uh shuttle and yeah and 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 as, as you know from reading the article the issue is often about the culture in the organization yes. And the yeah. fact that the culture does not allow, we know this in the UK, we see it in the post office, we see it in the NHS, the, the culture doesn't allow, you know, criticism, oh. whistleblowing. Yes. Yeah, it's like, no, so that's not that's not right. You know, it doesn't fit, doesn't fit our thinking. So, yeah, so often the pre-mortem is that is that idea of saying, well, you know, let's assume, assume things go well. All right. What that look like and what would what would bad look like? 
yeah, and and then and then putting that back into back into back into your thinking. So yeah, I mean, you know, the, there's lots of different corners and angles and aspects of of strategy, uh, and 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 I find the thing I found, and it it probably I, it probably twigged a few years ago for me, Stuart, having been in the business for about thirty years. It only twigged for me a few years a few years ago that that the trouble with strategy is it is is it's the most misused word in business. You, you can add the word strategy to anything and think you've done it. So so I can have a pricing strategy by putting the word strategy on the end of it. I can have a promotion strategy. I can have a Facebook strategy. I can have a digital, a social media strategy. You know, I can have anything, any strategy by putting the word at the end of it. And, and therefore, I think, therefore, that I'm strategic. But the uh, the research has shown, actually, that that particularly you know marketers are, are actually not very good at, at being strategic and, and worse than that they don't know they're not very good <laughs> that's that's the problem <laughs> i'm not going to comment on those of us that haven't yet managed to work out that we are not quite as good as we think we are or indeed we're actually so stupid that we can't work out how good we are or not good at something uh, we'll leave that to uh, to politicians uh, so, so, so Edmund, is there a is there is there a valuable free gift you can leave people? I mean, obviously, we can go to market to win and learn a little bit more about what you're up to. But is there anything there that you can sort of point us to, which would be a, a great way of getting value from this idea of, of approaching things with with a learning head on and the practice to go with it? Yeah, sure. There's two there's two two places you can go to. So, first of all, yeah, the market to win dot com website's really good. Uh, if I don't say so myself, um, we are <laughs> we are it. starting. <laughs> well, we are starting. What's interesting there is that we are starting a new competition uh, in sustainability, which we haven't really talked about yet. But in sustainability, and I think sustainability has got a fascinating uh, impact on strategy. Um, and and uh, if you want to participate in that competition, it's called the Sustainability World Cup. Uh, just go to the Market to Win website, go to our simulations menu, and you'll see the Sustainability World Cup under the simulations menu there. So uh, so go there, have a look at that, uh, get in contact with us if you're interested in participating, because that's going to be running uh, from April uh, over a few weeks. So it's a really good opportunity for, for you to learn some of these, these, these ideas. Um, so that's, that's option number one. And option number two, uh, we actually have an academy site um, where we, we we put you know lots of videos and tutorials etc on there, uh, and there's a couple of good free ones on there. So if you if you go also to www.markettowin.academy, okay, which is a different website, then you'll see some interesting you know videos that we've done uh, on on different aspects of of strategy as well. Okay, so you just sign in for free, and and some of those tools are really good. Like for example. We've got a really good video on on how to do a good SWOT analysis, you know, which is always done badly when I when I look at them. So here, there's a good video there, which you can, you know next, your next SWOT should be a better SWOT than your, your last SWOT after watching that 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 particular video. I've I've stuck the link on on there, which is www.markettowin.academy. That's it. Thank um, you. And uh, thoroughly suggest you go and check some of that because I know I've gone and looked at that, and obviously looked at the sustainability cup uh, which i hope we might get an opportunity to talk about if i if i if i come to a question in a minute where i ask you to sort of uh, uh, ask a question that i shouldn't have asked uh, there's an opportunity for you edmund anyway let's not let's not leap ahead obviously you, you you're an author yourself you've written a book are there any other books or courses or anything else that you think uh, people should be using as their inspiration for practicing 
in a safe way their strategies before they put them into place? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll recommend a few. I think on the, um, on the sort of marketing side, should we say, um, there's, there's this one, all right, which is, which is the sort of Bible. Yeah, that's Mark, the Marketing Plans book. Okay, so that's by Professor Malcolm McDonald and Hugh Wilson. All right, so that's, that's a really good book in terms of how to write a marketing plan, uh, a strategic marketing plan. That's the one that we mentioned at the start, my one, if I, if I can plug it, on the execution side. Yeah, so that's how to execute your plan. So those two books together, you know, it's all about, you know, how to, how to think about strategy, write it in a good plan and, and execute it. And then do it. And do it, yeah. And then the final one I'm, I'm going to mention in terms, in terms of sort of stra- the, the strategy stuff, which is, which is more on the sustainability side. Um, and um, this is one that, that, I, that you can tell because I've got lots of uh, post-it notes in there. <laughs> so well, well read. That one's brilliant. I mean, that's about, you know, it's called re- uh, re- Reimagining Capitalism, How Business Can Save the World. And it's, it's trying to get to that sweet spot, which, which we do in the, the new Sustain to Win simulation, uh, which is about, you know, how do we have a company that, that yeah, generates profits for shareholders, but is also a force for good in the world? Yeah, uh, and cool. Rebecca, Rebecca Henderson, Professor Henderson, there, she's done a really good job of, 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 of talking about how that, that can, can be done. So, those, you know, if you, if you want to, you know, three recommendations there, that's, that's, those are really good books. Obviously, we could spend the, the, the next 20 years de- debating how to make your, 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 your organisation both a force for good and yet still return value to stakeholders. Um, but let's, uh, let's gloss over that uh, before we get too deep in it, because I think that is a fascinating yeah. subject. I know it's the subject of many MBA theses in the past, some of which I'm sure you've been subjected to uh, unless, you've, uh, unless you've managed to find your way out of that. Um, so let's let's get on to our fourth question before we, we get too deep into that. I'd love to sort of spend more time talking about that one. But but is there a is there a, 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 a question I haven't yet asked you? Is there something I haven't yet sort of come to you and sort of said this is this is the killer question? If I was to give you the opportunity to what ask what that killer question was, Edmund, what would it be? And then obviously once you've asked it, you will be the only person that we could possibly turn to to answer it for us. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the the question is what's the what's the hidden skill? That you need mm-hmm. to be a great leader, I would say, yeah, for anyone that wants to be a great leader, whatever age you are. And I, and I would say, and I've been through all this myself, and and I and I was just very very lucky in my early career, uh, but it's kept with me all all through my life. Is is change, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you whatever function you're in, whether it's finance, law, you know, whatever you're doing, basically, all right, marketing, sustainability, whatever it is, if you want to be successful in life, you have to drive through change and that doesn't mean yeah. to say that you need to be you know somebody up front an elon musk or steve jobs anything like that you know as richard branson a famous a famous face you, you can lead change uh, as we used to call it in, in my old days you can lead from behind yeah sort of a quiet you do it quietly so that is a that's a whole science Stuart, uh of of, of change uh, and uh, whatever you're doing, I think you know there's, you're never too late to start reading up on that on that particular subject. Uh, my final book, nothing to do with me. Final book, I would say, you know, a good place to start is that that man there, John P. Cotter. That, I probably don't have his latest book. That's probably an older version. But Leading Change by there we go. Try to get it on the slide. Leading Change <laughs> by on the screen by John P. Cotter. Just go to his website. Go look up Leading Change, John P. Cotter. I think it's um, Cotter.com or something. But um, He's got some really good principles of, of how to how to lead change, 
uh, and um, you know everything you do, whether it's in your business life, personal life, <laughs> whatever it is, social life, whether you're working in a sports club, you know, whatever you're doing, it's about it's about you know changing things, processes, people, yeah. behaviors, organizations, you know, and that that is a the, it, that's something everybody needs to understand. Edmund. Um, we've, we've reached the end of the five questions over coffee, but, but one thing I'm burning to ask you about, so I'm going to deviate from my, from my normal five questions. I'm going to ask you a sixth question. Can you please give us a little more detail on what the Sustainability Cup is? Just, just once again, tell us, where do we find details? What it is you're looking for in terms of, uh, of people sort of getting involved in that? Uh, and then I'll, I'll promise I'll let you go uh, before I start then down the, 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 the path of how do we make organisations uh, in this capitalist world, be both a force for good and a force for change. Yeah, and that's that 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 subject, by the way, Stuart, is 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 one that is a, has a lot of research. More research is needed, and and you know, there's a lot of discussion about it. It's not that's not definitely not a closed subject. Um, yeah, so the the Sustainability World Cup is a, it's a it's a new competition that we're putting together. Uh, it uses our new sustain to win simulation, so it's game game based game based learning. Uh, and uh, what we're looking for is for teams, just like the World Cup, we're looking for teams from around the world to participate in, in the World Cup. Uh, we're going to have some nice awards handed out at the end. Uh, we've got a, a nice bunch of judges, Stuart, lined up, I believe. Good. I've heard, yeah, I've heard, right. I've heard some of them are excellent. Yeah, some of, them might, some, some of them are excellent judges. So we've got a fantastic set of judges to, 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 to judge it. And it's, it's really, it's two things. It's a course and a competition. So uh, it's, it's about playing the game. And just like, you know, just like anyone that plays our games, they, they, they learn from playing the game. Uh, but also, so that's the serious side. <laughs> All right, so that's, that's the serious side. But the fun, the fun bit is, is that because it's a game, there's some nice, nice awards at the end. Uh, and, you know, there's some, some great, you know, how good it would be, wouldn't it, if, if, if someone on this call signed up to play the game and ended up being our sort of sustainability leader, uh, sustainability champion of 2024. I mean, what, what oh, a great yeah. title to have on their their CV. Uh, so, um, yeah, so a chance to practice some of the ideas, you know, that, that, that we've been talking about today in a safe environment. Yeah, and, and to, to get there, yeah, just go to the markettowin.com website, www.markettowin.com. Uh, not the Academy one, so that's on the .com one. Uh, and uh, look for the simulations um, menu along the top. And you, you see on the drop down, it will say the Sustainability World Cup. Okay, and go there and um, sign up or, or just drop me a message uh, and we'll be delighted to send you more information. Edmund, I'm looking forward enormously to seeing what comes out of that. I know there's going to be a sort of a, a bit of a social media push uh, over the next few uh, few weeks to really sort of launch this. I think it's a great initiative. I mean, it's brilliant, not only for people in universities, school children, uh, but also, you know, those who are currently starting out in business to start to get a team around them to think about these challenges and to really push forward with how do you make your business sustainable? Not only sustainable for an environmental and uh, a, a positive impact upon the world, but how do you make it sustainable so that in years to come, it's not some uh, unchanged, unwanted commercial organization, but it's something that learns to adapt, change, generate ideas, innovate, and, and continue. I mean, the, 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 the fact that we don't have enough organizations that have been surviving three, four, or 500 years because they have learned to adapt and change and be adaptable, 
um, sometimes sometimes surprises me because we we do tend to, to be too short term. So I really hope that people grasp hold of the Sustainability World Cup, look at it as an opportunity to start rethinking how to make the organisation both a force for good in their community, in with their stakeholders, as well as continue to be profitable for years to come. Edmund, I think it's been a brilliant conversation. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes. I know you are so busy. You are going to rush off now and be all over the rest of the world trying to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll put it into, yeah, put it into action, Stuart. Yeah, put it into action. Yeah, <laughs> I, love, the classes, I love that. The class I really of students, do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us. I, I really appreciate it. And uh, listen, just one last comment. If you would like to join the newsletter, and get information about some of the brilliant people we have. We had a comment about uh, about the book that Edmund represent, uh, um, suggested. So if you want to get on, make comments, uh, ask questions of the guests, go to this address, which is uh, link.thecompleteapproach.co.uk forward slash newsletter. That's link.thecompleteapproach.co.uk forward slash newsletter. You will get uh, an email from me, very simple, just sort of announcing what's going on, who the guest is going to be so you get the opportunity to join uh live on linkedin and show that uh um show that you get re guests like this i'm just going to show annie dunning has just commented it's always such an education to work with you ed at the university of portsmouth ah. so you're you're making your way all the way from warwick university to portsmouth ah. university in the blink of an eye brilliantly yeah. done ed thank you annie that's very nice for nice for you annie Coming, coming on and letting us know that Ed is as decent a chap uh, to work with as he appears. And with that, Ed, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us. I'm just going to play the outro and um, I look forward to speaking to you again very soon. My pleasure. <laughs>